When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into episode 17 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. I'm your host, Connor Rapchak. The Winnipeg Jets went 2-0 over the past week, defeating the San Jose Sharks on Valentine's Day, and then heading into Vancouver on Saturday night and defeating the Canucks 4-2. If this is your first time checking out Winnipeg Jets Weekly, this is a show I bring to you every Monday morning, recapping the games of the previous week and previewing the upcoming week for the Winnipeg Jets. I'll be handing out some awards later on in the program, such as the Hardest Working Jet and the Three Stars of the Week. But first, let's get into that 1-0 win over the San Jose Sharks. The Winnipeg Jets opened up their week with a 1-0 win over the San Jose Sharks, but if you look at the analytics from this game, it really shouldn't have been 1-0. The expected goals, courtesy of natural stat trick, 4.29 to 1.23 in Winnipeg's favor. The shots on goal, 39-17. The Corsi, aka the shot attempts, 84-41 in Winnipeg's favor, and the high danger chances, 24-7. The fact that the Jets generated 24 high danger chances and only scored one goal is unbelievable to think about, but Capo Kakin and the goaltender for the Sharks was fantastic. And the Jets just kind of got unlucky on this night. The one goal, Morgan Barron, it just hit him on the way to the net and kind of trickled through the five hole of Kakinen. They had multiple better chances, two on ones from the top line. Niederreiter had two breakaways on the exact same shift and was unable to score. And there were just chances galore through the entire 60 minutes. The Jets never really took their foot off the pedal. And Rick Bonus was happy with how his team played in the postgame. Well, we had 84 shot attempts. We had certainly a, more than enough scoring chances to score more than one goal. It's not going in their goal to give the goal. Their goal to a ton of credit. He made huge saves. We were all over the net. Um, we're just going to keep pushing. We, if we can create that much offense, uh, well, the puck will have to go in soon. You guys had breakaways. There's a lot around the slot. There's yeah. a whole bunch. And then the goal you get is a double deflection that goes in off of Barron. What do you make of that? That's hockey. Just keep throwing pucks at the net and hope for the best. That's, you know, we lost the game in Philadelphia. That's all they did. They threw two pucks at the net. And they hit about three different things and went in twice. Tonight we got one of those. And there is the head coach, Rick Bonus's thoughts. I mean, on the surface, this game doesn't look like a domination. You only beat one of the worst teams in the NHL 1-0, but analytically, they dominated. And the Sharks, this was the first night of a back-to-back. They actually went to Calgary the next night and beat the Flames 6-3 on their second night of a back-to-back. So maybe there was a bit of underestimation on the Flames' part when they were going up against the Sharks. But regardless, the Sharks got six points in their last seven games heading into the All-Star break. This was their first game in two weeks. The Jets dominated from start to finish, only winning 1-0. But then the Sharks on the very next night go out and beat a team fighting for their playoff lives in the West. So maybe the Sharks aren't as bad as everyone thinks, but definitely a great game from Winnipeg's perspective. They end up getting the two points of the offense. There's still some questions there, but the two points is all that matters. Connor Hellebuck gets another shutout. We'll talk more about him later on in the episode, but let's get into the main event, Hockey Night in Canada on Saturday night. 
Let me just start this off by saying this was one of the most entertaining games of the season that the Jets have been a part of, without a doubt. They come away with a 4-2 win, but there were chances at both ends of the ice. Both goaltenders are the front runners for the Vesna after Hellbuck's performance in this game and the fact that he beat Thatcher Demko head-to-head. That might sway the voting a little bit. Hellbuck was already the front runner. He might even have extended his lead now, but... This game, like I said, entertaining. Hockey Night in Canada, the expected goals and the Corsi, the Canucks actually dominated kind of the flow of play. Winnipeg really took over in the third period, but Connor Hellebuck kept the Jets in it. This game was 2-2 going into the third. And then Kyle Connor fed passes to Gabriel Velarde to make it 3-2, and then he fed a pass to Mark Scheifele to make it 4-2, and the Jets shut it down from there. A great game on Hockey Night in Canada between two of the best Canadian teams in the NHL, and it featured big hits, big fights. We'll talk about Adam Lowry. Lowry's play in a second here, but focusing on that top line, Rick Bonus actually made an adjustment. He went back to Gabriel Velarde, Mark Scheifele, and Kyle Connor on the top line. Through the first two periods, they weren't really generating much, and then in the third, it was a flurry of chances. They scored the two goals on back-to-back shifts, and ultimately, the Jets pulled away, and the power play finally got going. They were 0 for their last 21 in their last eight games, and then going into this game, they scored twice. The first goal on the power play was Gabriel Velarde at the side of the net just kind of shoveled it short side as he was below the goal line or around the goal line at least and then the second goal the pass goes down to Velarde who's in the same spot but he passes it to the bumper to Sean Monaghan who gets his first goal as a Winnipeg Jet. Rick Bonus talked a lot in the post game about how nice it was to see the power play finally connect and you have to agree with them over their last 21 they finally wake up and they win a game where they got outplayed at five on five haven't said that much this year where the Jets have gotten outplayed and still won a game because their special teams has cost them many many times but that was not the case on this night the power play finally came through two for four and the penalty kill kept Vancouver's power play to 0 for four ultimately the difference special teams and Connor Hellebuck between the pipes Everyone remembers when Gabriel Velarde was the hottest player in the NHL over the winter break. He was scoring at an unbelievable pace. He had been slumping a little bit over the past couple weeks, but he got back on track tonight. Two goals and an assist. He spoke after the game to playing in this atmosphere, playing on Hockey Night in Canada, and ultimately getting the win. Yeah, those games. it was really fun. <laughs> it was a good atmosphere, and uh, obviously it's more fun because we won. But, uh, you know, those are... Uh, those are the games that you, you, you dream of playing kind of thing. And uh, there's a good atmosphere. The crowd was great. Hockey night in Canada. Um, it's cool. Yeah. I found to get some goals too. When you guys had, what, seven in the last seven games coming to this one? We had seven goals in the last seven games? Yeah, that what you said? this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, got to score to win. I mean, uh, Buggy can only do so much. We got to score. And uh, it was nice that uh, the power play finally uh, contributed. And uh, we need to keep that going. And there it is, Gabriel Velarde. He got moved up to the top line and contributed in a huge way in a massive game. One of the most impressive wins of the season for Winnipeg, even though they got outplayed. The way they did it, you know, coming in with the offensive slump, the power play was slumping, and both of those things kind of got back on track in this game. So it was a huge win, and Gabriel Velarde was at the forefront. Now let's hear from Rick Bonus, his thoughts on the atmosphere inside that building and how his team played. There's the players, they, uh, they, that was a hard-fought win. Like, that's a great hockey team over there. Talk has done a wonderful job as staff so we knew it was going to be a hard-fought game and that's exactly what it was uh, our specialty teams came through for us tonight finally and they won a big game for us it's nice to see the power play get a couple because we all know we've been in a bit of a drug there and the penalty killers were outstanding and how they made the big saves when we got it we got the timely goals so it was a hard-fought game it was the type of game we knew exactly what we were going to get 
And there it is, Rick Bonus ultimately happy with how his team battled on this night, making reference to Connor Hallibuck coming up with some timely, timely saves, and Jets fans, management, coaches, players, whoever it is, they were all delighted to see the power play get back on track and the penalty kill shut down this high-octane Vancouver Canucks offense. The Jets, two of the best goalies, two of the best Canadian teams, went head-to-head on Saturday night, and the Jets came away with the two points. Now it's time to hand out some awards, the hardest working jet of the week and the three stars of the week. And if you've made it this far, make sure you drop a thumbs up on the video, hit the subscribe button. We are so close to 11,000 subscribers here at Winnipeg Sports Talk and hit the notification bell so you don't miss videos like this in the future. Let's get into the hardest working jet of the week. This was probably one of the easiest choices I've ever made in the history of the show for the hardest working jet. Yes, it's Adam Lowry, it's the captain, it's an obvious choice, but Jets fans will know I'm making this choice because of one play in particular. A Canucks player is skating through the neutral zone and Adam Lowry is chugging back, nails him along the wall, the boards are rattling. Philip DiGiuseppe on the Canucks takes exception and drops the gloves. Adam Lowry wins the fight. And because of the instigator penalty, the Jets go on the power play and Sean Monaghan scores his first as a Jet. An unbelievable sequence from the captain and it was all because Lowry chose to back check, lay a huge hit, shift the momentum by winning the fight and then the Jets go on the power play and their power play finally connects. It was a huge moment in the game, a turning point in the game, gave the Jets a 2-1 lead and it made for an easy choice for the hardest working Jet of the week. So my choice, Adam Lowry, the captain, the hardest working Jet and Rick Bonus after the game was asked about Lowry's performance and that play in particular, here's what he had to say. Yeah, Adam said they, they took some runs in front of our guys and he knew Adam was going to respond. And uh, so he had a chance. To, it was a good clean hit, and their guy stepped in. So um, that's yeah, that's the NHL today. You, you throw a good hit, and you got to be ready to throw a fight for whatever reason it is. But uh, that's why Adam's the leader of this team. My third star of the week is Gabriel Velarde. Like I said earlier, he had a monster game against the Canucks. Two goals, one assist, and he's a huge reason why the power play got back on track. Not only did he score the goal from the short side, but he set up Sean Monaghan playing from below the goal line. He makes the right reads, and he made the right read on that one. Monaghan gave the Jets a 2-1 lead on the heels of that Adam Lowry play. An incredible sequence for Winnipeg. Gabriel Velarde was at the center of it. And then that top line took over in the third period. Kyle Connor fed Gabriel Velarde for what was ultimately the game winner. Winnipeg and Rick Bonus have been wanting to put this line together for months now. All these players have been injured at different times, that being Connor, Shifley, and Velarde. Now they're together, and you see the flashes of offensive talent. It came through in the third period in a big spot in this game, and Gabriel Velarde was a huge reason for that. He's my third star of the week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly. My second star of the week is his center, Mark Scheifele. He had a four-point night against the Vancouver Canucks. He had a goal and three assists. And maybe my favorite play out of that Vancouver game from Mark Scheifele was on Gabriel Velarde's goal. The Jets have a three-on-two. They're driving the zone. Scheifele's carrying the puck, and he gets flattened at the blue line, but still makes the play to Kyle Connor. And because the defenseman stepped up and took out Scheifele, now it's a two-on-one. Connor to Velarde. The Jets take a 3-2 lead, but that play doesn't happen without Mark Scheifele taking a huge hit at the blue line and keeping that play alive, getting it to Kyle Connor. So a sacrificial play on that one for Shifley, and he ended up with four points. He scored the next goal on the very next shift, and he was at the center of that avalanche of offense that came from the Jets in the third period. And a huge reason for the power play working as well. He's kind of the quarterback on that left wall. 
So Mark Shifley is my second star of the week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly. This is becoming routine at this point, but my first star of the week is Connor Hellebuck. He got the shutout against the Sharks on Valentine's Day and then shut the door against the Vancouver Canucks on Saturday, one of the best offensive teams in the league, and Hellebuck was up to the task. If you're here with me on YouTube, take a look at these stats. These are unbelievable. He's 26-10-3 on the season. He's got a 213 goals against average, a 927 save percentage. And by money pucks tracking, he's got a 28.8 goal saved above expected number. That is by far the number one mark in the NHL. And because he's so far ahead in the Vesna race after this weekend, he's starting to garner even more traction for the Hart Trophy with names like Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, Nikita Kucherov. Connor Hellbuck's name is up there and he absolutely deserves it. Two quality starts out of Winnipeg's number one goalie this week. He's earned the number one star of the week on Winnipeg Jets Weekly. Now it is time to get into the upcoming schedule for the Winnipeg Jets, but before we do that, drop a comment below. Do you agree with my choices for the hardest working Jet and the three stars of the week? Two great games to choose from from Winnipeg's perspective, so lots of players could have earned either of those. Let me know if you agree. While you're down there, drop a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, and hit the notification bell. Let's get into the upcoming schedule. Here's the upcoming five games for the Winnipeg Jets. Starting with Monday, February 19th, they will play at 3 p.m. against the Calgary Flames. There are NHL games all day, so enjoy the full day of hockey. February 20th, they return home on the second night of a back-to-back to take on the Minnesota Wild. Two bitter rivals. Seems like something always comes out of these games, whether it's a cheap hit or a cheap play. Most recently, the Ryan Hartman play that got himself fined for high-sticking Cole Perfetti. That's going to be a great game inside Canada Life Center. And then Friday night against the Chicago Blackhawks, Carter Bedard is officially back in the lineup and he's back scoring goals. He had a goal and an assist yesterday against the Ottawa Senators. So that'll be fun to watch. One of the best young players in hockey. And then the week after that, the Jets will return home for two games against the Arizona Coyotes and the St. Louis Blues. I will be back here next Monday to break down the Flames, Wild, and Blackhawks games, so make sure you return for episode 18 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. Make sure the notification bell is on so you don't miss it. That's going to do it for episode 17. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Like I said before, make sure you're dropping a thumbs up on the video, hitting the subscribe button, and the notification bell. Huss and Remus go live every day on the Winnipeg Sports Talk channel at 1 o'clock central, so make sure you're there for that. This week, they won't be live streaming Monday. It is a day off, so they'll be back Tuesday to recap the Flames game and preview the Wild game that night, so make sure you're there for that. And I will see you next Monday morning for episode 18 of Winnipeg Jets Weekly. Have a great week, everyone. 